Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's your favourite time of the week. It's a Ghost of Boyfriends Past mini-sode. It's a stories episode. I am Liz Best here with work husband Tom Harris. Oh, hello. Hello, dear. Uh, yes, hello, everybody. Uh your hands can stop shaking now. You've had withdrawals a week without a hearing but we're us here. advice. We're here and everything's going to be okay, at least while you're listening to this podcast. We cannot guarantee that That's the world <laughs> isn't going to fall apart That's in right. a big shit heap after. And it's a mini-sode today and it's a stories uh, episode today. We're going to read your hell back to you and You're going to love it. it you're not no advice. That's the deal. We're not going to help. No, we're, not, we're just going to... No help for you today. <laughs> Except, <laughs> so I'm going to start off by reading a couple of our five-star reviews just to give a shout-out and a thank you to our listeners who are writing these lovely reviews fun, into fun, us. Fun. So this one is by Honestly, Every Nickname is Taken. Thank you, the, Honestly, Every Nickname is Taken. <laughs> the headline is, Once the wound stops hurting, what hurts then is the scar. Five stars. Liz and Tom bring a level of empathy and humour to these oh-so-horribly-relatable stories and the voyeur in all of us who likes to push bruises will enjoy (laughs) these deep dives into ordinary people's desolate (laughs) wastelands of dating and relationship agony. Love it. Would give it more stars if I could. So thank you, honestly. Every nickname is taken. Bloody brilliant That's very sweet of you. Thank you very much. This is another one from Smart LX and the headline is Equal Parts Information and Hilarious. It's so good to know that I'm not the only one who's had bad previous relationships. And I love the analysis and ability to laugh at interviewees' stories. Always amazing. Liz and Tob do an amazing job. Thoroughly recommend a listen, but make sure you've got your headphones in your ears if there are kids in the room. Ah, uh, yes. Every now <laughs> Sorry, and then a naughty, a naughty word will slip out or a mm. reference. Mm. My fucking bad, guys. Soz. All right, on to stories. Now, would you mind if I opened Wouldn't mind this a tickle. One? Go on. So I asked a few people uh, what their worst breakup stories were. So a few responses, few that I found on the internet. Sure. Here are the worst breakup stories. I found out that my ex and I weren't together after he posted an Instagram picture with his best friend of three years saying, it only took me three years to ask her out. Ah. Uh, he's an older one. Ugh. An ex-girlfriend of mine broke up with me over MSN Messenger. I was sitting in class and she just IM'd me that it was over and that we could still be friends and then she blocked me. That seems... <laughs> for MSN Messenger, that seems that seems about right. Wow, remember MSN Messenger, everybody. MSN. From the uh, yep. from once upon a time. Yep, way back in yesteryear. Uh, 27 years ago or so... My ex-wife made love to me. Then right after, while still lying in bed together in the afterglow, she took off her ring, gave it to me and said she wanted a divorce. I could not believe she had done it that way, although I was ready for it to be over. She said that she thought this would be the nicest way to do it. I thought it was pretty ruthless. Yeah, well, hmm. 
you have sex. It's pretty good. But then you get broken up with then you like your wife leaves you. You go from the highest of physical highs yeah. to the lowest of emotional lows. Yeah, That's so like you, emotional and physical whiplash. Fuck that. Yeah, she thinks she's doing it nice, but it's That's a pity fuck. It, it's that is a pity fuck. She didn't mm. even want to have the sex. No. Wow, Last one. A friend had her boyfriend break up with her at the start of a twelve hour flight after boarding the plane. They sat together the whole time. Sympathy ended when she got back together with him. I joked that when they went on vacation again, he'd do it again. He did it again. He did it again. I've had that happen to me. Someone break up with me just before a really long flight. And then I was crying. They're like, what's wrong? I'm like, um, he's like, are you scared of flying? (laughs) No, fuck it. You broke up with me. Yeah. Wow. Ouch. Ouchie, ouch. Uh, I brought some some stories today, Elizabeth. Good. That all the circle kind of around uh, breaking up in public. People that have ah, broken up in public. Have we accidentally done a breakup thing? Yeah, we, we kind of have. Um, completely <laughs> accidental, everybody listening at home. Not that it matters. What would it matter if we planned it? Who no, cares? But we didn't. But we didn't. It just happened. We it's didn't. amazing. Nuh-uh. No. We didn't. You can't prove it. So, so, so this, was, this was the end to a very drawn out breakup. One where we both, one where we were both really sad to let the other go and often thought we could hang out. Not the case. We walked around Little Italy and stopped to get a glass of wine. We just sat there with tears running down our faces, afraid to say anything and start to ugly cry. It wasn't as much of a train wreck breakup as it was just really sad. We must have looked really cool. (laughs) When I find myself on this block, I think about the feeling of wanting to say a million things to someone you've loved and being unable to break the peace of one of the last moments we spent together. Oh, my heart. The the tragic... The memories associated with place are so strong, though. There are still some places that I go to and I can viscerally feel what I felt like at the exact moment that that whatever emotional trauma happened there. The reader alludes to that, that that dreadful feeling of sitting there with someone... And you know that the bad, you know the the breakup or the bad news is hovering it's over there. you, and neither of you wants to say anything because that means pushing the conversation it forward. Shatters. Yeah. It shatters. Yeah, shatters. So you just sit there in endless wallowing silence. Oh, <laughs> Terrible. Wow. But we all, well, most of us will go through those feelings and all that. That's why it's important to bring all different stories to Ghosts of Boyfriends past. I yes. feel so we can all. You know, we get robbed by different things. Uh, another one I'll, call, I'll follow on with, just because you did, and I'm yeah. jealous. Yeah, fine, um, just do it. Another public one. So he was my first serious high school boyfriend. Even though we had only dated about eight months, I thought he was the one, despite him being deeply conservative, with an evangelical background, uh, which was the exact opposite of my liberal leaning. He went on some sort of Bible school retreat one weekend in April, and on Monday morning came back acting weird. He took me into an unused practice room in our orchestra, in our orchestra room to tell me that God came to him and told him he had to dump me because mm. I was not a true believer. Mm. <laughs> the worst part was that there was a huge window in this practice room that left us totally visible to 20 to 30-odd orchestra students. I was overwhelmed with embarrassment and ran out of the room crying, slamming the door and causing everyone who wasn't already staring to whip their head around and gawk. It was my first real heartbreak and one of the most painful things to have happened to me at the time. 
it being so public just added insult to injury. It's definitely the most dramatic breakup I've ever had. The poor child <sighs> in front of us, a window of onlookers. That's Ugh. horrid. That's like on a you're on a stage. Good no, Lord. all the world's a stage, but that's yes, too fucking that's... far. I don't like it and it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> Way too much. <laughs> Distract yourself with reading, Liz. I've got another breakup story for you. Oh good. <laughs> oh good. I've got a funny thing to finish on that's not breakup related. Okay, so okay. we'll just lean into the heartache for now. Um my partner of two and a half years kissed me goodbye after I dropped him off to get his car. I went to class that day, got home and saw that all of his stuff was gone. I texted him in mild panic asking what was going on. He blocked my number, changed his relationship status on Facebook to single for a few days later. We'd lived together for two years at that point. Jeez. So yeah, I think ghosting's pretty fucking shitty. I refuse to do it to anyone. I have to be honest with the person if I expect a person I care about to be honest with me. Very fair. That is the most cowardly... Two years. Cowardly act. You don't just pack up your stuff and move. And if you do do that, that first cowardly step, you at least owe the person an explanation in some form later. You can't just run away from all your problems, guy. Two years? Karma will kick your ass for that. Hopefully. Two years? Sorry, I'm just... I know. Be good. Be better, people. Be Be better. better. Well, Liz... Uh, my first girlfriend broke up with me at a coffee shop near where I worked. Her plan was almost foiled because three mutual friends of ours from school were also hanging out there and naturally assumed we would join them. So she has to awkwardly excuse us so we could go to the other corner of the cafe where she broke up with me. When it was done, I then had to walk past the same group to get where I'd parked my car. Regrettably, I was too heartbroken too heartbroken to properly deliver the Simpsons reference I tossed off as I passed by. Welcome to Dumpsville, population <laughs> me. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. Public dumpings are so awkward. Aren't they ter- I just, terrible? I've done it to somebody. <laughs> I feel oh, bad about it. Boy. We were sitting alone. It's just that we were on a street, but it got to the point where... Everything was welling up, and it's and it word vomited out of me. Like I, ju- I couldn't sure. last mm. for one second longer, feeling like I was being disingenuous, and it just I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like, do we? I know it's not an advice, but do we the ad, ad, an advice episode? But do we as humans do the public breakup? Because there's witnesses and there's less chance for histrionics and yelling and screaming. Hundred percent, that... that's not what I did. hundred yeah. percent, it was because I could I could not physically hold these words in my body any sure. longer. Like it just it didn't. I don't know. I believe you in your instance. I'm just. But wondering. some people sometimes I I've seen people go like deliberately do that and then it backfires on them spectacularly when someone almost literally flips a table. <laughs> Absolutely. If someone took me into public to avoid, and I knew they'd deliberately taken me into public to break up with me to avoid a scene, I would give them yeah, that yeah. scene. Action. I would get <laughs> loud. I would get so loud. I'd be like, excuse me, everybody, but I just wanted to let you know what this fuckwit has just done and the history of him treating me like absolute shit. Do we believe her, ladies and gentlemen? Look. Do we believe Liz? <laughs> Our producer's nodding, going, yeah. Producer's nodding, probably. yeah, I, I am. <laughs> you probably are at home. Only if, I, only if I thought that they had deliberately done that to avoid histrionics. So that probably indicates like a history of gaslighting, of you overreact or this, that or the other. If it was just a... 
like me, the word vomity situation, I'd be like, mm. okay, I need to leave. But yeah. if I thought someone had deliberately done it because they thought I would overreact, that's like telling me to calm down. Yes. Don't you fucking yes. tell me to calm down. Yes. You want a, you want a scene? I'll, get, I'll yell I'll action. I'll give you a scene. <laughs> All right. I, have you got any more breakup ones? Because otherwise I'll end on one that's not a breakup one. I am out of breakup okay, ones. Okay, good. Because oh, my heart can't take it. Yes. All right. This is up. a non-breakup story to finish with. This happened a few years ago, but my then girlfriend, now wife, recently reminded me of it. I've been asking her to surprise me with some nude pics because I thought it would be something fun to do. A little, a little risque, mm. if you will. I kept saying, hey, it would be awesome if you could send me a text or a DM or an email with a pic of something naughty. But after a week or two of asking and not getting anywhere, I gave up. Out of the blue, on a Wednesday morning, 10am, I get an email to my personal email from my girlfriend with the subject line, question for you. At the time, I worked in an open office space with people directly next to and behind me. They are within arm distance and there is no such thing as privacy here. I also have two big 24-inch monitors. I open my personal email on the monitor and open the question for you email and all of a sudden, tits! Just big tits on the screen with the question, question for you, do you like these? (laughs) Well, <laughs> she she did not mark the email not suitable for work, nor did she attach the image. So it just comes in small as an attachment. She just copied and pasted the image uh, right yeah. there into the text box. So full blown as the email is open. All of a sudden, I can't find my mouse cursor to close the browser. I see the people next to me and behind me start laughing and looking at my screen with this gigantic tits just staring at me. Finally, I get the browser closed and everyone is laughing their ass oh. off. I go home and, of course, my girlfriend says, did you get my email? You never responded. <laughs> and I told her the story about how a dozen co-workers saw her tits on my computer screen. She was not thrilled and permanently banned any future sexy picture sending. I told her I appreciated the email, but a not suitable for work tag would have been nice. Oh, no, the sexy, <laughs> the, t- the tits stopped coming because he told her about the... the, the... I, to be fair, like, had I been that girl, I would have gone, oh, yeah, m- partially my bad like you could have texted that stuff <laughs> like yeah yes you have tits. to wear some of the responsibility wow but, yeah so the a tale of caution to the, those of yeah. you sending uh naked photos to one one another because it happens yes. and between consenting adults it is totally fine um but yeah do if you're sending it during work hours put a uh, not suitable for work tag on that and not just a question for you <laughs> Do you like Do you these? Like these? <laughs> well, yes, no. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, no, no, maybe. No, maybe. Maybe breasts. Wow. That's us. That's, That's another, us done. Another mini-sode comes to an end. If you would like to send in your stories, you can send them in to ghostsofboyfriendspast at gmail.com. Any of our social medias, our group therapy, ghostsofboyfriendspast group therapy group. You can review our podcast and if, and if you, you know, we might give you a shout out. Uh, on one of our future mini-sodes because we appreciate it. We bloody love getting reviews and hearing what you guys think and it just warms my tiny shriveled heart every single time I get a nice review. No, absolutely. I I agree with you, Liz. And um, we're going to be a cool podcast and let you go to uh, the That's Not Canon uh, site and check out other podcasts that are there. There's dozens and dozens and dozens. There'll be something uh, for your streets and your alleys. Uh, I'm pretty sure we have every genre that I can possibly think of on there. I don't think that there's a particular genre that we have not got covered on That's Not Canon Network. That's right. So uh, share the love and um, share your listening time. But as long as you do come back to Ghost of Boyfriend's Pass with me and me and Liz, we would uh, really appreciate that. But stay safe, stay safe, stay happy, and stay well, everybody. Don't send tits at work. <laughs>
Hello. I hope you enjoyed slash are enjoying slash will enjoy whatever podcast I'm in right now. Once you're finished with it, why not pop on over to Broadway and Other Kiwi Dreams, a podcast exploring the lives and minds of theatre practitioners in and around the New Zealand performing arts industry. Join me, James Shearer, in a deep dive into what makes this industry tick. You'll hear conversations with some of the top names in the Aotearoa performing arts scene and beyond, from the up-and-coming to the big shorty street stars. So, if you're into the performing arts, come on over to Broadway and Other Kiwi Dreams because no two journeys are the same. And wherever you are in yours, I hope we can inspire you to soldier on and keep following your Kiwi dreams. A That's Not Gunner Productions podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There are known knowns, known unknowns, and unknown unknowns. But there are also unknown knowns. The ancient and esoteric order of the Jackalope is a secret society devoted to unearthing and sharing this forgotten knowledge. Each episode, we take one of these strange stories and share it with you. No topic is off limits, except for the obvious. Available wherever fine podcasts are sold.